Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Tuesday and the Packers had their final open OTA practice prior to the uh, three-day affair of minicamp next week, which will undoubtedly be cut down to two days. Uh, it's what they always do. But who knows with a young team, maybe they go the full three. But today, Packers were out there on the grass at Raidnitschke Field with the media in attendance. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, first, I want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right. If you need Green Bay Packers tickets, you know where you want to go. You want to go to Ticket King. You don't want to utilize Ticketmaster or StubHub or any of those national groups. You want to use a company that has been based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. They have a location literally across the street from Lambeau Field. Or you can just go to cheeseheadtv.com. Go to the schedule and find individualized links for each and every game, home and away, preseason and regular season. Do it, people. If you want to go see the Green Bay Packers play in 2023, you want to utilize Ticket King. Do it, folks. Or you can find a link to Ticket King itself in the description of this video. Please, please, please utilize Ticket King if you're going to see the Green Bay Packers this year. Uh, they're the best and they're local and you should support them. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, something else I have to say is this young Green Bay Packers offense. I see a lot of people excited about it, and that makes me happy. I do understand that there are going to be tough times, and they're going to take their lumps, and they're undoubtedly going to be bad plays and most likely miscommunication throughout the year. Uh, there's little doubt that you hope to see a very different offense by the end of the season than the one that takes the field in Chicago in September. There will be hills and valleys. I'm excited for the journey. Uh, we've already seen glimpses of, you know, Jordan Love getting on the same page with certain guys on offense. It really feels like he and Romeo Dobbs have got a decent connection already uh, here in the spring. We know they've been working out in California uh, prior to the start of the offseason program. And I think that has been evident in some of the stuff they've been able to do uh, so far early on in the offseason. What I'm excited about, it's all these banked reps he's going to be getting and is getting with all these new teammates. You know, not even just the guys that they drafted this year, the rookies, though that is obvious, but even the guys he worked with last year who, you know, probably got, even though they were teammates, minimal reps together. Uh, in a, you know, football practice setting, the starter does take the bulk of the reps and a lot of leftovers are remaining for the guy who's number two. And you will maybe, maybe get a handful of actual close to game speed reps during the week. So uh, the fact that he's getting all this time with these young guys that he can grow with, it's very, very exciting. Uh, hold on two seconds. Someone's trying to text me. What is up? So that's what I'm thinking about today. I'm really excited. Uh, something I was... Something I wanted to talk about also before I get to your comments. Uh, I've I've just been kind of tooling around the uh, the Packers YouTube universe, so to speak. I had no idea people actually do this. And I guess I guess we kind of used to do this when we used to uh, um, what do you call it? Um, aggregate tweets from practice. But I think we did that during training camp. I don't ever remember doing it during OTAs. But man. There are whole YouTube videos out there about people just reading tweets from practice. Did you know this? Y'all are hardcore. I mean, I get consuming the tweets. I understand, like, wanting to get that information. But then to go and do play-by-play -play breakdowns of the OTA tweets 
on YouTube? That's hardcore, man. Salut. I thought I'd do... Uh, I'm not going to show the tweets, but I thought I'd read a few today because like, it's just like fascinating to me that that's how insane Packers fans are. I love this. I love it. Uh, like, for instance, we got Andy Herman out here giving us uh, the three different offensive lines. All right. You know, the ones, the twos, and the threes. We got Bakhtiari, Jenkins, Myers, Runyon, and Yash Nyman there with the ones. And then we got Jones, Ryan, Tom, Newman, and Tenuta with the twos, and Walker, Delance, Scaife, Faligia, who I can't even pronounce, and Telford with the threes. Now, what I find extremely exciting about this group of three offensive lines is the fact that Zach Tom Bombadil is working at center. Come on now. Let's get that competition going come training camp time. I am very excited for Zach Tom, baby. Let's get him in the mix at center. I, I'm not saying, you know, Josh Myers is going to lose the job. Best man win. But I love the fact that Zach Tom could push him. And I think Zach Tom's got a legitimate chance of winning that job, which would be great because that leaves Yash there at right tackle, and then you're cooking with gas. So I, I really I really like that. Um, what else we got here? I'm just looking at tweets from practice. Here we go. Oh, Schneidman says, TJ Slayton and Devontae Wyatt each blow up a play in the backfield. And... I'm sorry, but does everyone realize they're in shorts? And this is not a shot at Matt. I mean, he's just telling us what he sees, and I get that. But this is why I can't get excited about OTA tweets. Like, ooh, they blew through the line in shorts and T-shirts. There's no physicality here. I mean, yes, they're practicing technique, and they're undoubtedly, and they're not even going full speed. That's where this stuff really falls apart is when you talk about line play, right? Like, you can't judge anything going on along the offensive lines as far as, like, their play against each other when they're in shorts and T-shirts. Come on, people. Again, that's no shot at, at Matt. He's just telling us what he sees, which is literally his job. So that's good stuff. But, like, people getting excited about plays along the lines are just kind of funny to me. Uh, Hotkowitz out here, West throwing up a – Tweet that says red zone ends with Romeo Dobbs showing crazy hands on a deep corner for a TD in the end zone. Contest contested still looked it in. I, I know this play in particular kind of blew up Twitter a little bit. Uh, I know uh, at one point, one of the TV guys had said, I think it was Kyle said, oh, I wish you guys could see it. And I was like, yeah, I wish I could see it too. But uh, no video allowed in the team part of practice. We all know. Um. Also, Jeff Cotton getting some love today. Man, you know it's early June when Jeff Cotton's getting love on Twitter. Come on now. Come on, Jeff Cotton, with your bad self. I'm down with it. Um, all right, that's enough of that. I just think it's fun. I was like, I just, I'm telling you, there are whole videos like this. People just like reading tweets from practice and then talking about them. You guys are hardcore, man. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Super Chats, what's up, Michael? How you doing? When Pride Still Mattered is an incredible book. You, sir, are an astute observer of the human condition. Yes. Not only is it the best sports biography ever committed to the written word, but it is one of the best biographies, period, ever written. If you have not read When Pride Still Mattered, I cannot encourage you enough. It is... An absolutely incredible book. And uh, one of my all-time favorite books of any genre. 
that I've ever read. Andy, thanks for the super chat. Nagler saw Spider-Verse 2 last night. Outstanding. Yes. Yes, it is. I think I talked about that yesterday or Monday. Or I'm sorry, yesterday was Monday. Uh, yeah, that movie is fucking phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Brandy, how are you doing? Nags, need some ideas for game day snacks at home during games. She said TV cookbook incoming. That's, you know, that's something literally Corey and I have talked about off and on for like 10 years. So, yes, this year, damn it, Brandy, you're going to make it happen. I love this idea. Uh, may might not be a cookbook per se, like a book book, but we'll do a video series about it. That'd be great. Yes, but yes, damn it, Cheesehead TV endorsed snacks. I'm on it. Uh, Tonezilla, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Nags, what rookie are you most excited to watch during preseason? That's a good question. It's kind of, you know, chained from time to time. Um, right now, it's probably Wicks, though. I love the idea of seeing Van Ness tear people up. I don't know how much he'll play in preseason, but, um, yeah, I don't know. And and Reed, of course, getting getting him in space and watch his speed go to work. Um, I don't know. It depends on what day you ask me. Right now, it's Wicks. But that, that could be different, you know, 24 hours from now. Joel, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, Preston Williams, a vet wide receiver we could look at since he's been released. Also, what's a guy got to do to get some carry the G beer in the UK? Joel, you needed to be on Twitter when Corey was uh, handing out a four-pack last year when we were in town for the Packers game. Other than that, uh, fly to Green Bay or Wisconsin in general? That's that's the best I can do. I, I apologize. Um as far as any vet wide receiver, not just Williams, but any vet, I'd be very, 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 very surprised if they bring in anybody to take away snaps from this young core. As I said at the top, top of the video, it's all about this core, this group getting on the same page, growing, developing together, and forming that foundation. That's what I talked about yesterday. Forming that foundation to open up, hopefully, a high-end window. You know, a window where these guys have played together, they know each other so well, and they're able to operate regardless of what a defense is thrown at them. They know how to adjust. They're in sync. Those are all things that this year is about. And bringing in a vet, you know, yes, would it possibly help Love's numbers or like, you know, just give them obviously an experienced voice in the locker room? It would definitely do those things. But I think the value that the Packers see here is letting all these young guys get all these reps and letting them develop together and grow together. And I'm, I get that approach. I understand it. So um, not completely dismissing the idea. I don't think I'm not saying that there's no way they will, but I'd be very surprised. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, Matt, thanks for the super chat. In the 70s and 80s, how did the organization get to the point where Bart Starr had to explain his game plan every week to the board? <sighs> Matt, that is an excellent question. I would highly recommend reading both Mark Beach's book, uh, The People's Team, and uh, Cliff Crystal's book that came out last year, um, which you know obviously covers the entire history of the team, but it, it definitely touches on that. 
Um, you know, it's hard to encapsulate the headspace back then. You know, it, it, the world was so different. Green Bay was so different. Organization was so different. Um, but yeah, and, and this has ebbed and flowed throughout the history of the team. You know, they're, they're, I think it was two or three years ago, Cliff wrote a piece for Packers.com where he said, you know, point blank, the, the team is very clear that when the business side of things is more involved in football, the worse the team gets. And the more the business side is kept out of the football side, the better the team is. Now, that is a very huge generalization. But for the most part, if you look through those ebbs and flows throughout the 100-plus year history of the franchise, that tends to be correct. So it, it just it was one of those times where you know, business, I would suspect business was probably, you know, they knew they had a sellout crowd each and every week, regardless of how horrible they were. There were a little, some vestige of pigs at the trough, you know, like, hey, we're, we're the money people, you know, we are making money hand over fist and we know what's best for the franchise. Now, that doesn't mean you know anything about football, right? But you certainly got your voice heard back then. Um, I think it's interesting. It's always interesting to watch when, um, anything gets brought up regarding the board or the executive committee, I think, and this is another thing when you talk about Mark Murphy being underappreciated, I think one of the fears was for longtime observers and fans of the team, when Mark changed the power structure, so to speak at the top of the franchise, the real worry was exactly what we've been talking about here. Like that, this previous kind of head of the business side was now going to be with one foot firmly planted on the football side and traditionally that has not ended well so mark should be commended for seemingly doing a pretty damn good job of keeping continuing to keep the two separated uh what else we got here folks <laughs> jeff i love how many jeff cotton uh fans we have in the chat it's amazing shout out John Simitovich, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Can you see our Carry the G member chats? I cannot live in when I'm doing all three streams, uh, unfortunately. I'm working on a way to get that done with StreamYard. But at the moment, John, I cannot, unfortunately. Justin, thanks for the super chat. Do you believe Saudi money leaking in the NFL is inevitable? I don't because I think they're uh, pretty insulated as an entity. Um Although I, I did find it funny today when the announcement uh, was kind of made this morning, the news broke about uh, the LIV and the PGA kind of merging. Um, and someone in the comments of the very of the news tweet said, this would be like the NFL or the Saudis starting a football league and the NFL merging with them in two years. Like that's the speed at which this has happened, right? And I think football is just such a, you know, big, huge concern as far as putting teams together i mean i just don't see a way in for the saudis now maybe they buy a team maybe they try to have some interest there but i mean the nfl is so insular and uh these 32 owners 31 you know when you talk about the packers i think they would do or they would keep that at bay for a very long time and i'm not saying it's impossible but uh, i don't think it's imminent in any way shape or form Uh, Mr. Mikey Riggs reading tweets on YouTube is lazy reporting. Andy Herman is out there doing a super job. Absolutely. Look, I'm not, I don't think anybody reading tweets on YouTube is, is being a lazy reporter. They're being a monster fan. 
Nothing wrong with that. You just got to know who's a reporter and who's a YouTuber or who's a fan, right? Man, there's nothing wrong with being excited about the Packers. That's that's totally awesome, you know? I just think it's funny that there are whole fucking videos about it. Like, that's incredible to me. Uh, Badger Trio, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. If Carlson struggles, does Crosby get a call, or is that ship sailed? I think they've kept that door open for that very reason. Um, now, who knows? Who's to say that Crosby doesn't get signed sometime before the start of the season, you know, or maybe even training camp, and maybe then that ship sails. But, yeah, I think they've been very purposeful in making sure they haven't closed the door there in case whatever, in case of emergency break glass, right? Mimsy, thanks for Super Chat. Uh, any hope for off-season transplants? The draft was missing a Corey rant over all the happenings. Off-season TV wreck shrinking on Apple TV+. Plus. Mimsy, I'm okay. Uh, for the transplants thing, I doubt it's going to happen. Uh, you'll get your Corey fill once uh, training camp begins. That will definitely happen. Um, as far as shrinking, I tried. It just didn't get me. It didn't It didn't catch me. I, I tried. I gave it like three or four episodes, and it was just... And I liked seeing Harrison Ford. And I think Jason Siegel's really talented. I get the premise. I understand why people like it. It's just not for me. It just wasn't my thing. But I again, I get why people like it. Ed, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Don't know if you're you invented the phrase, but underwear Olympics so funny and puts it all in perspective. I did not. And that's what's so funny is that that wasn't even originally about OTAs or offseason stuff. That was about the uh, the combine back in the day. But, you know, it's kind of spread its wings, so to speak, and become a kind of a catch-all for guys doing football stuff in T-shirts and shorts, right? Which is essentially what it is. You know, they're running around, and it's great. I'm really excited, but it doesn't mean a whole lot, you know? New York Cheeseheads got it right. This is the beginning of the next 15-year window. There you go, baby. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I am talking about. Um, Joe, thanks again, but Lambeau Field should have a statue of Bob Harlan. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. There is zero doubt. Bob Harlan's importance to the Green Bay Packers, especially as they exist right now, cannot be overstated. I know there's Harlan Plaza, but yes, there a billion percent should be a statue of Bob Harlan outside of Lambeau Field, which, by the way, Lambeau Field, as it exists at this very moment, doesn't exist without Bob Harlan. 100% should be a statue of the man. No question. Crosby sold his house. Yes, Crosby sold his house. And you can still rent. It's allowed. It's still legal. Ryan, thanks for Super Chat. I hope the Crosby ship has sailed. I've lost confidence in Crosby. Well, there's one uh, nay vote for Crosby. I hear you, man. I'll let Brian know. You can't stop Jeff Cotton. You can only hope to contain him. Yeah, no doubt about it. Crosby is gone, gone. Well, he's not on the team. And uh, it doesn't sound like they're in any rush to bring him back. So at this moment, yeah, gone, gone. John Simitovich, I somewhat agree there. Mason is a Green Bay legend, but it's time to move on. Yeah, it's so clear that his leg is not what it was. You know, the, the consistency, consistency has started to slip as far as his field goal percentage goes. And there's only so long you can blame the operation or what's happening around him when you got to start thinking, all right, it's time to turn that page. And I think that's where the Packers 
arrived this offseason, you know. Fantastic freaks. What a handle. Thanks to Super Chat. Might have missed this in an earlier show, but who excites you most in our draft class? I think that Carl Brooks is a top five steal in the draft, and Carl, Kraft and Reed should make immediate impacts. Yeah, I, I love Kraft. I think he he's the one who probably is uh uh he's the one who is undoubtedly for me the one who could like make this a real turn it from like oh it's young and it's you know there's promise or whatever but he could add a physical dimension and just a playmaking ability um that yeah i think i'm very super excited about it reed should absolutely make a um immediate impact you would think he's going to be your number one slot guy right out of the gate um but man i don't know it's hard it's hard not to get excited about carl van ness really really like him and i know it seems like a chalk answer because he's the first pick but man his explosiveness his upside his athleticism his strength and the fact that he hasn't even grown into himself yet he's still a young young man who's only going to get bigger and stronger and badassier if that's a word that I just made up. Um, yeah, always, always, always very exciting. <laughs> Next, when you let Brian know, make sure it's over FaceTime. Well done, Jonathan. Well done. Next, when will carry the GB water available in a month or at camp? Uh, Carrie, it'll be available um, most likely just before training camp starts. So I would suspect, you know, the shareholders meeting, is on the 24th, I believe. So probably around that time. Um, nothing's set yet, but when it is, we'll let you know. Uh, but that's when you can start looking for it. And, um, you know, when it comes to Carry the G, I've talked about it a lot, and I'm going to continue to talk about it because we're so excited about it. Um, we are definitely going to be reaching a lot more of Wisconsin, if not all of it. And not only are we going to be at liquor stores across the state, we are going to be in bars and restaurants, which we didn't even touch last year. So if you are, you know, hoping to get yourself some hands on Carry the G, um, talk to your local bar, talk to your local restaurant, ask them to carry it, and then they will ask distributors for it. You know, you guys are the word of mouth that we're counting on. So, uh, but yes, that around mid to late, you know, early, like I said, the 24th around there. That's that. That's probably the date to circle on your calendar for when Care of the G will be going statewide. Fantastic. What's up? Love Lucas Van Ness. Fear the Lucas monster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> is Crosby leaving Banky's fault just like it was the fault that 12 left? Yeah, exactly. I know all these people uh, think Corey has all this sway. Too bad Green Bay didn't trade up for Washington after they drafted Kraft. I'm always going to be fascinated by that. You know, I, I know the draft fans, the draft industrial complex is all over it, much like they have been with Josh Myers and Creed Humphrey, which I get. I understand. Um, but can we let these guys take a snap or two before we start bemoaning who they did or didn't draft? That's just me. That's just something I'm into. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels, please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Go.